Care for Changing Lives. Learning about Hospice Quinty on 91X. I'm Paul Martin from Hospice Quinty. Death is often a difficult subject for adults to discuss with children. When there's bad news to share, our first instinct is to often protect younger people or to somehow shield them from what we perceive as a cruel and unjust world. Even when the death is peaceful or expected, we often choose words that make it harder for children to understand what's going on and that death is a natural part of life. This is especially true when it comes to funerals and memorials, which emphasize the absence and the loss. What we often characterize as a healing moment for adults, we often forget or ignore as a learning and teachable moment for children. In helping children understand death, it all begins with the language. We should be straightforward and honest when we discuss a loss of a family member or friend with children. Adults often use code words when talking about death, like passed away or gone to sleep. Adults know what this means, but they can be confusing and misleading for children. A child may have been told that a loved one had gone to sleep and won't be waking up or coming back. Children can become extremely frightened of bedtime if that's the type of language being used to describe death. What if they won't wake up? What if they didn't wake up in the first place? Even if it may seem harsh for us to use blunt words like dead or died with children, research shows that using realistic words helps children with the grieving process. Even saying that someone is lost is often making things more difficult because it lacks clarity. A typical response will be for the child to then seek to find that person, and that can result in a prolonged search, sometimes in dangerous circumstances. But while it may be tempting to try to protect a child from death, we have to remember that it's a key fact of life that it will someday end. One of the best ways to show a caring and measured approach to the subject of death is to involve the child in the funeral or memorial process. Again, it all starts with the language. It's not just about going or not going, discussing or not discussing. It's about actually involving the child by asking questions or coming to a shared agreement about what should happen and how things should be done in your family. Here are a few tips on how to speak to a child if you have the chance to go to a funeral or memorial service for someone who's important to them as well as yourself. Leave the decision to the child, or at least give them that option. It's vitally important for children to be included in the discussion on the issue, as that will be the first step in making them feel both welcome and unafraid. If they're told they can't go and never get to make that choice, then they may feel abandoned, unimportant, and resentful. If a child doesn't want to go and is forced to attend the service, this can also be distressing and traumatic. While they're in the process of making the decision, encourage them to attend with you and let them know they'd be welcome and supported, but don't make them go if they really don't want to. Respect the decisions they make. It may not be something they feel they can fully appreciate, understand, or be comfortable with. If that's the case, ask if there's something else they would like to do instead to remember that person. If it's a close family member or someone they knew well and spent time with, you can make an audio or video recording of the service so they can look at it sometime in the future. You could also write down some thoughts in a journal which you could share with them or get a copy of the prepared remarks delivered by any speakers so they can read it for themselves when they're more comfortable. Be sure to talk to them about it as much or as little as they wish while taking the time to actively listen to what they're saying. Children usually just want to be heard, and most of all when dealing with stress and grief. If they're going, then tell them what to expect. The uncertainty and unknown surrounding a funeral service can be daunting for adults, even if they've been to a number of memorials before. It can often be a time of strong emotions and unexpected responses. Reduce your child's anxiety by explaining it in clear and very open and transparent language what will be happening. Avoid any expressions or euphemisms like going away or lost, which can complicate the experience. 
Also take the time, if the child is old enough to understand fully, to explain why things are happening in that way. Include some details on how many people will be there, how long it will last, and what people will be doing. If the child is concerned or frightened by larger crowds, it may be helpful to remind them that the other people are only there because they also cared about the person like they do and want to show that to everyone else. Help them prepare for the experience by describing the funeral home or the cemetery if they're going to be there for a graveside service. Some funeral homes will offer family time before the public is able to attend, and that can be a good time for a child to look around and see what will be happening before the crowds move in. And involve the child in the service. Ask them if they want to write or draw something to place in the casket or to have on display at the funeral home. They may also want to speak, but be flexible if they change their mind at the last moment. You may also want to assign a buddy or helper if they're overwhelmed and want to leave on short notice. For more tips on children attending funerals and services, you can also go to whatsyourgrief.com. Learn more by visiting hospicequinty.ca and listen for new information each week at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.